what's up everybody another edition of the dumbest timeline and once again as we venture into the world of the dumbest timeline take a moment to breathe and relax because it can potentially get better much like our conversation today with our guest chelsea chelsea can you please tell us what is our crazy subject today on the dumbest timeline so today we're going to be talking about yoga in the Western world. <laughs> yes, I love uh, it already. <laughs> yeah, so something I just recently fell upon is um, Christian yoga. There's like a ton of yoga, by the way. There's like wine yoga. There's goat yoga. Yes. Uh, there's dog yoga. There's like weed and yoga. So, so I was like, okay, Christian yoga. What does that even entail? And um, got lost into this vortex on like TikTok, just like looking up, or <laughs> not even needing to look up. TikTok just knows exactly what you're like right. interested in all of a sudden. It just starts to feed you. Yeah, and um, yeah, just a lot of white Christians talking about their demonic experience uh, experiences. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were talking yesterday we had a little pre-conversation about this you had mentioned that there was someone who said while they were doing yoga they started to feel the 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 spirits the evil spirits because it was causing their bodies to shake and and all i remember and i think i said to you uh they do realize they were probably shaking because they just don't have a strong enough core for whatever <laughs> whatever position <laughs> sun salutation uh, you know whatever move they're trying to do uh what's the warrior pose none like it, as someone who did yoga when he was a kid with his dad uh, who learned those moves and, mm -hmm. and even as a child i was shaking because i was just like why am i standing like this for so long you kind of get a sense of like, you know, first of all, practice makes perfect. There's like the connection. My dad always talked to me about the spirituality within yoga. You know, mm -hmm. my father and my my mother are Christian, but my father always understood that yoga and the spirituality and the connection are are important. And he would always try and convey that to me as a child. And, you know, I remember one time my dad and I talking about we were explaining to my partner how to center yourself and how you feel how to feel grounded and you can like feel the energy when you really ground yourself. Mm. And then I did it and I and my dad did it and my partner was just like, I don't understand what you're doing. And we're like, and it was just kind of this weird moment of like, yeah, I guess I did this with my dad so much as a kid that I understood the sense of the energy as I ground myself in a space. And then mm. you mentioned Christian yoga to me and the hilarity and the insanity of these people just came out of left field. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love, thank you for sharing that. I love that uh, you did that with your dad. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I grew up Christian and my mom still did yoga. Um, of course, I think it was like passed down, but mm -hmm. she still didn't have much context outside of the Western um concept of it because she came here when she was pretty young mm -hmm. um so even if it was something that we practiced back in trinidad it, it wasn't called yoga either um, mm -hmm. because yoga is the philosophy yoga is not something you do yoga is something you live so you know you'd never hear like my great grandma being like let's go do yoga yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 right. made sense um so you know it was like let's go pray or let's go practice or let's go meditate mm -hmm. or um sadhana sadhana is like your practice which can include the yogic positions asana 
So that that's so heavy to real like when you start to break down like pray, meditate, practice, and those are all parts of yoga. Mm -hmm. And that like what Western society has adapted to mean yoga is a bunch of people, you know, maybe with a mat and sometimes throwing goats in. And you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it, it's exactly that. Yoga is like sequencing, right? Mm -hmm. It's rituals in your life, and it's like all day long. Um, so even in interactions, you can practice yoga. You can practice ahimsa, which is like no violence. So mm -hmm. you know, you have getting into a really heated conversation, you can like withdraw from that, and that's yoga. Mm. Um, so what I what I'm seeing online recently is like this fascination with something called Kundalini. Well, they're calling it Kundalini yoga. Kundalini mm -hmm. is like a type of energy. We've all got it. It's like, it's usually described as like this sort of serpent sort of energy. Um, it's got like a serpentine sort of, um, uh, like, flow, like yeah, like flow and also visual, you know? Okay. Um, and so, yeah, there's like these these Christian people who are like, I wanted to try the to to get the Kundalini position. I don't even know how they. Yeah, yeah, are trying to access this. I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, What's the backstory to you doing this? Where did this come like, from? Like, where did you even get this from? Um, but then they're sharing, yeah, their experiences of like demon just like passing through them. Um, and so what's really interesting is, you know, what you mentioned is your father understanding the spirituality of it. Mm -hmm. um, and you cannot, you can't remove one from the other. Like yoga yeah. is a spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. So Christians who are getting into it, you're, you're going to feel energy run through you, especially if you're trying to tap into some like serpent energy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not there on in my practice. And like, <laughs> I'm like from this lineage, you know? Yeah. Um, and like that's that's just another thing. The audacity, right? The audacity to do it, to to teach it, to right. teach others about it. Like I, I think <laughs> and, and to, to try and also break it down in a TikTok, which I feel is the epitome of Oh, here's 15 seconds of me trying to convey to you this really complex idea uh, of something that I'm learning and I don't necessarily fully comprehend mm -hmm. and trying to convey all of that to you in this small snippet so that you can like and subscribe. And it's like, right. yo, can we please? But they're not even trying to like describe, um, you know what their experience was mm. so that you can learn something. They're just trying to be like, oh my God, don't do it. You're gonna <laughs> shake and and th the demon just comes out of you. This shit is crazy. I started sweating, guys, I'm sweating. Yeah, you're sweating. Yeah, what are you <laughs> you're like trying to hold your body in a certain position before like, demon is just wild. But you're not Hillary Banks, you sweat. <laughs> exactly um but sometimes i also think like you're playing with fire i mm. i'm not going and testing out like um yoruba traditions and then yeah. coming online and being like so i took some calories and like decided to show like you know right. decided yeah. to test my fate and i i would know better yeah i would know better yeah. i would know like that's not that's not my magic and if that magic calls me i'm gonna do that discreetly and i'm gonna be led by like 
the grounded practitioner. Right. I also don't understand why they're not looking for that guidance, why they think it's okay. And I guess what I'm learning is that because in the Western world, we've managed to separate spirituality so much mm. that there's not that consciousness yeah. or, or even that fear, right? There's no, it's just yoga. Yeah. You can just get yeah. into positions and just do it. Yeah. Um, and something I'm recently understanding, um, so I'm doing my yoga teacher training at the moment. Oh, cool. Um, and it's not like one of these like intense weekend 60 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's Here's like six months long. You know, yeah. I've got yeah. a mentor, I've got a teacher, we've got multiple cohorts to like discuss things. Yeah. And um like proper teaching too, life. like but but even just in in what you're saying, it's it's the idea that there's more to it than just the movements. And there's and exactly. funny and funny enough, I feel like you tapped into something really interesting. Western culture is so capital ca capitalistic that teaching yoga and doing those classes, they want to do it with as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. So those like intense uh, eight hour. 16 hour weekends where you do it eight hours for two days is done like that. So you can have multiple classes of people and then just hand out certificates and be like, yeah, you're certified for this thing that is well grounded and rooted in years. And like you were saying, lineage and ancestry yeah. and understanding and teachings through. Okay. Let family. me share this. Yeah. Dumbest, like dumbest timeline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> think about this. I like, this just came to me. I was like yoga Alliance. So Yoga Alliance is an organization that basically like, like, you know, tells the whole world, you are eligible to teach yoga. You are certified. What? Yoga Thanks. Alliance is from the Western world. Of course. Okay. And to teach it in yoga studios, to get paid, to be recognized, to do workshops, to be like a yoga leader. Yeah. You need to be Yoga Alliance certified. Oh, wow. And like, to me, that's just wild. It doesn't matter where you're coming from in the world. Right. There are Yoga Alliance programs. So even in India, as oh. there are Yoga Alliance programs, at the end of it, you will be Yoga Alliance certified. There are other, there are, there are amazing programs that are not certified. Right. But then that means you're not really going to be able to make money. Right. Right. Or, or even be recognized, right? A lot of the time. So they've established that. Oh my God. So they've co-opted the understanding of at least the, the, the base move, because again, what you're describing and what, what uh, something that you reminded me of, they've co-opted the practice part though, not the meditation, yeah. not that they're talking about the practice part, just the postures, just the like postures. All they're talking about which right. is like one out of eight limbs. Mm. And like, so there's eight branches, mm -hmm. and within those branches, there are also multiple branches. Mm. And they've chosen this one tiny aspect, mm. which, for example, my program barely covers. Yeah. Because the essence of what we're learning is the roots of yoga, which is really based in like social justice, which is really based in consciousness, which is really based in being curious, asking questions, expanding, healing. Um, mm -hmm growing it's not about physical fitness right at all and it never has been but and so this is why it's also dumb because you've got a ton of people millions of people doing what is called asana 
which yeah. is what we call yoga. So mm. doing all these yoga asana positions and like using it basically as a workout without realizing asana is actually something that opens you up to meditation. So for example, people who are like, oh, I don't meditate. I just practice mindfulness. <laughs> what? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's a and so there so there's already that which is like, babes, they're the same thing. Right. Um, they come from the same lineage as well. Yeah. Um, but what we're doing is we're separating this exercise and the spirituality and meditation is spiritual. That's yeah. what, that's what people are like experiencing, right? And that's why they're like, I don't need meditation. Like, I don't need all that. I just need mindfulness. But again, mindfulness is yoga. And even meditation comes in a sequence of like three different branches. There's being still, mm -hmm. there's going inward, and mm -hmm. then there's really like transcendence. Right. Yeah. Right? My dad used to talk to me about that. And like transcendence, like, because my dad used to practice so much. So when he was younger, he would say like, and you can have out of body experiences once you you've done this and he, like we're talking 20 year old pops in the caribbean uh, you know playing music m meditating mm -hmm. uh, yoga a little bit of the 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 chronic every hit we're here and there mm -hmm. and, 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 <laughs> these are the stories i've been told High vibes. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly and and just this, oh also he was vegetarian at the time like he was really going in on it and yeah. he talks about that stuff like and this is all the stuff he tried to teach me as a kid as a six-year-old obviously i didn't understand it because i was just kind of like i'm a warrior now and just like standing and like right. doing my poses and thought it was fun but it also you know i remember doing it every morning with him and then eventually getting better at it and and kind of feeling that confidence with it and then him doing the meditation and me sitting next to him pretending to do my meditation but then eventually actually getting a sense of like grounding not not a sense of being right. tired but a sense of being focused in myself yeah and this is when i was a kid yeah so it, and, it was and meditation can be that simple but also yeah. meditation doesn't only mean stillness right um because we can go inwards when we're dancing we can go mm -hmm. inwards when uh we're praying like there there's so many different ways to yeah. meditate as well and it can be in movement yeah um and so asana is is like sort of a <laughs> a gateway to meditation it opens right, yeah. you up you know it opens all the channels up when you're in warrior pose you're calling in a certain energy that you can then sit with so you know maybe your dad's meditation was deeper because well he he was also an adult attention mm -hmm. span but maybe because like he was finding his rhythm in these positions and you get these jolts of energy that allow you to sit deeper, that allow you to be more silent, that allow you to be more still. So it's, it's just interesting, you know, people being like, oh yeah, yoga doesn't work for me. It's just that you don't even know what it is. And right. it's, it's okay if yoga doesn't work for you. It doesn't need to work for everyone. Yeah. But what kills me is people will criticize it, um, you know, and also just be extreme about it, like these Christian yogas. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're you're criticizing or you're just like commenting on something that you actually have no idea about. And mm. even in the Western world, the only thing we really know is Indian yoga. 
Yeah. Um, but there's also comedic yoga. There's also yoga from Africa. And, oh. and to understand how those lineages come together and to understand what we share from there and what we borrow together, um, which is something that we don't get to unpack at all because right now all we're trying to do is be like, whoa, this is not yoga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let's come back to the roots, which is so hard to come back to the roots, I find personally, because what we're really exploiting here is Indian yoga, but there there's deep roots in African yoga. Right. Um, and it's so hard to expand into that when you're constantly just in, in yeah, like opposition just with white yoga. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I was just going to say, you're trying to teach them like, hey, what you're learning is, first of all, is this Western, Western idea of yoga. Mm -hmm. So let's start with that. Then it's explaining to them that, which is based off of this Eastern idea of yoga, yeah. which also works in tandem with these diaspora and African ideas of yoga. And yeah. And like try and but these but you have these people who are just like yeah but I you know I'm doing it with my goat I keep going back to the goats only because it, it to me it just seems and and no I'm not hating on anyone who's doing the goat yoga if you guys are having fun doing that stuff if you're having I'm hating on them yeah I'm okay stop. okay you know what yeah let's get in it a little why do you y'all have these dirty ass goats standing on your backs let's take a moment to realize. Like, and, and the reason I say that is I'm sure the person who thought it up thought it was a great idea, but let's not pretend like what they were doing. That's a gimmick. That's like, exactly. like because they saw yoga and they're just like, Oh, everyone's doing this version. I got to come up with something new so that I can make a profit off of this teaching that I want to apply. And that's the reason that when I look at these things, I'm like, hey, again, if people want to do it, if you want to yeah. do yoga, right? Go ahead. Yeah, but if to it, profit it, off of it, to sell it as like this this holistic, right? Like like experience, right? You know, Stop. even even here in Montreal, we've got um, like weed and yoga, and right. I, you know, I openly criticized it, and I was just yeah. like, listen. Go and smoke your weed. Right, right. And then get into your yoga practice. Right. Beautiful experience. Great. Have it if you like that. But to sell it as an experience, right. it's not your business. First of all, it's like two white women. It's not your business. It's not your yeah. business. If anyone should profit off of it, it should be like me or people that look like me. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're like teaching how these two come together and create a chemistry. And it's like... Can we talk about we, we actually like weed also comes from India. Ganja, yeah. that's how we call it. That's, yeah. that's what it is. That's like, and it comes from this Eastern practice and it's used very sacredly, not at all the way we use it. So even to think mm. that you can talk about the two, these two elements coming together, you can't because you're already misusing the way we use cannabis yeah like so yeah. there's a lot of this pretty like <laughs> again the audacity i just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yes yes it's so crazy to me 
yeah, the entitlement is the thing that when you really look and, and one of the themes, I, I think you had a you, you and I discussed it a little bit. You had a chance to listen to some of the previous dumbest timeline episodes. Mm -hmm. But one of the one of the themes that we're noticing, we live in the dumbest timeline mostly because of greed. Greed is is like a reoccurring theme throughout a lot of the reasons that we have the dumbest timeline or live in the dumbest timeline. And when you look at things like you're describing in a world where uh, so many people of color are incarcerated for weed possession and then they legalize it and two women, two white women can be like, hey, I do yoga. Weed is legal now. Let's let's join those things together and have a party. And it's just a thing they can do openly, freely promote it, get people to come to it. Meanwhile, you had people or still have people incarcerated for small weed possessions. And you're just like, and a lot, mostly people of color. And you're just like, so the people who are benefiting from the culture are don't look like the people who are punished for trying to enjoy their own culture. Right. They, you know, like, right. Some, cause yeah. I, like I'm saying, some of the people there are there for possession, not cause they were trying to sell large amounts. They had some on them, got mm -hmm. in trouble, might've been told, Oh, you yeah. have one or two strikes. Pete, Whatever the reason for having it was there. Some people needed it for medical reasons. Some people couldn't get help and were using it to help themselves for whatever reason. And instead of that being allowed, they instead got incarcerated and lost their rights and, you know, you know, disconnected from their families and stuff like that. And then you have these people who are doing weed and yoga and we're supposed to stand back and go, you go, buddy. It's, it's right. insulting. It's insulting. It really is. It's insulting. And then... <laughs> Just to add another layer of like dumb to me is like a lot of the times the people doing the promotion or the people um, hyping up the event are people of color. Yeah. Yes. Which right? goes. Have you ever ha you have you heard the conversation about inviting people to the cookout? Like how everyone always says like, oh, you know, um, Leonardo. Let's say Leonardo DiCaprio stands up for black women. Oh, e sorry. Oh, even, yes, yes, yes. Even, even better example. It came out that Paul McCartney and the Beatles wrote the song Blackbird about um, like black women in the United States. And that's what the song is supposedly about. And at one point I was I heard people being like Paul McCartney's forever invited to the cookout because he wrote Blackbird. And then other people were just like, you can't just invite these white dudes because they wrote one song. What, what else did they do? Oh, they were friends with Aretha. Cool. What else did they do? There's a lot more to be invited to, quote unquote, the cookout. And that's what it feels like sometimes, like yeah. these, these situations. Especially in the wellness world, you know, mm. coming from a place where what I value most is knowing the roots of things. Mm. So I value that the most for my clients as well. If my clients come in and they share their spiritual practice, I'm always going to encourage them to look at the roots of what they're practicing but mm -hmm. i'm also going to encourage them to look at the roots of themselves to understand where their anxiety or where the tension is coming from we're always going to go inwards mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i find it really interesting that you know as people of color it's easier right to just cooperate oh god yeah yeah um and for some reason i just don't function that way I yeah. just don't know how to cooperate. Um, but I find myself constantly needing to justify or constantly needing to convince other people of color why they should not be cooperating, why yeah. they should also be disruptors. Um, 
and then and then you're just disturbing right you're just like shaking people up like i remember um at some point there's this whole notion in the wellness world you know love and light and everything is positive and this black woman said to me i don't see color and i was like girl (laughs) what do you mean a black woman said that yeah i was like hold up like let's just talk heart to heart like yeah yeah we we want to like connect and create a workshop together right because i was like you know i really love doing like bipoc only events right and she was just like i don't see color um and then we had a little laugh about it like she like it was just like oh yeah that was kind of weird (laughs) to say but i also do feel like you know she was telling me you're you're kind of caught up in your ego about racism right now and i was just like if that's what it is then let it be that because i have an ego it exists I'm not going to deny it existence because right. I'm repressing my emotions, which is weird because again, in the wellness world, it's like, let go surrender, but letting go and surrendering is dark and painful and heavy. Yeah. And you might be surrendering to shame. You might be surrendering to, to guilt for having cooperated in this. Bullshit <laughs> your whole life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> that you say that because my mom often reminds me that Oprah is the epitome of the whole, um, we need to move on. We need to let go. Like when Oprah was like at the peak Oprahness, yeah. uh, one of the reasons that the, she had so much quote unquote crossover appeal is my, as my mm-hmm. mom would say, she gave people the sense that like she would forgive people for their ancestors mistakes and keep telling everyone, yeah, let's move on. We we can get past these things. And I, I remember thinking at the time, like, Oh, I, I don't think Oprah's that bad. And then now looking back on some of the stuff that she's full on had segments where she invites people from the KKK and all these people to have a platform so they can talk about why they're haters. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and then at the end of it, it's just like, okay, we've heard what they have to say. We've said our piece. Let's move on. It's like, no, these people still think that way. They still live in their own communities, have children and teach their children those things. But you're telling us to move on, but you're not telling, like, you could tell them to move on, but they're not going to. Yeah. You're a black woman. They're not even listening yeah. to you to begin with. I'm shocked they were on your show, but they were yeah. probably convinced, hey, she has enough white viewers. This is great for us anyways. Right. And then you're- some clout. Right. And so, that's what white people are looking for from us, right? Yeah. They're looking for clout. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 I okay, collaborated yeah. with, uh, you know, uh, a voodoo priestess. I collaborated with a yoga teacher. I, yeah. and, and then for some reason, they then feel entitled to like do their little workshops. Well, I did one workshop with a voodoo priestess. Now I know everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> Come to my like sex magic class. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah america american horror story did that angela bassett played the witch and she was just like listen this little witch stuff that you do you learn from us Mm -hmm. this whole that whole season i i i remember watching up like i didn't watch the whole season so to anyone out there i I don't remember how i don't know how it ends i just know specifically watching till that scene because that's why i found the most interesting when bassett was telling them like listen everything you're doing this whole culture that you have it's from us you mm-hmm. got it from us. Don't forget that. Yeah. What you think you know, we know better. We didn't even teach you everything we know. Right. Um, That's the thing. We didn't even teach you. Like, right. You just, you just stole it. You just came and saw and was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. But don't you even want to be taught? Don't you want to know like the depth right. of things? 
Um, it's crazy. It's just crazy. like this idea also that like we taught you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or or you got it from us. Something I find really interesting about that is we're also like dismissing the fact that white people come with their own culture, actually. Right, right. And it's it's like important for them as well to go into their roots. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, you know, like all these Gaelic practices. There's, yeah. There's some deep witchy magic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go and explore your own shit. Yeah, yeah. It's true. You know? Like, just why why does it need to be this strange variation of someone else's work that you want to capitalize off of? Yeah. Um, Super interesting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Western interactions of uh, their and their understanding of Eastern culture and appropriating other cultures is a forever uphill battle that we are going to constantly be fighting against. And uh, you're right. That is an example of the dumbest timeline folks. I I mean, Kelsey, thank you. Yeah, this is exactly, uh, you know, so, and just so that we're clear, because I know there's some people who will hear this and go like, but that's not me. We're not talking. If you are the type of person who's listening to this conversation and you know that you actually do want to know the roots of things. You know that you're someone that looks into yourself and wants to learn about yourself. And and as they always say, heal within yourself while you learn other things. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And you can do that. Uh, but there are other people out there that might be in your same community who are trying to take from all these different pieces and just monetize them as quickly as possible. And that's, you know, if you want to be a good ally to us, maybe look into how they're doing it, why they're doing it that way. And maybe those teachings aren't the best path for you. There might be other people, often people of color, who have an understanding of a lot of the things that you might find interesting, that they're more than happy to work with you and teach you. And yes, you can pay them uh, a well a, a fair amount of money for the service that they're giving to you. And it's not just something that you're, you know, like you're not doing us favors. You're, you're doing the work and that's an important part of it. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love what you just added there. You know, like this is not to say don't practice yoga. Right. Yeah. Cause I feel like some people are going to listen to this and be like, Oh my God, does that mean I'm not supposed to practice yoga? And it's like, no, no, that's not what we're saying. We're not if, do a better job. <laughs> right. And, and, and learn about it. That's the other thing. Like it's one thing to go into those classes and, and do the poses and then have your sweat or do hot yoga and have your sweat and then leave and then go about your day and be like, you know, just let your hair fall. Yeah. And and you just go have a smoothie and talk to your friends and giggle. And it's just like, there's, there's a lot that you could have done before and after because that experience that you're doing, like you were saying, those poses open you up. Mm -hmm. And then when you open up and then just stop and then go out and just start drinking smoothies and doing whatever else, there's like a process to that. Like I remember like that last thing was always, and, and you know, anyways, it could go on for hours if I yes. if I try, so I won't. But thank you, Kelsey. Honestly, this was of such a course. Great thank you for allowing me to be here and talk about shit that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can people check out some of your great stuff? I mentioned Hayurveda at the beginning. Please. 
Yeah, um, I guess that's pretty much the platform right now. Hire.beta mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram. Link in bio has my website, all my services, products. Awesome. And the classes that you, because you do also still offer. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Everything's yeah. there? Yeah, okay. everything's there. Folks, go check it out. Thank you very much, Chelsea. I very much appreciate you coming through today. This was Thank a great you. conversation. Uh, and I just want to remind everybody, once again, we don't live in the darkest timeline. We just happen to live in the dumbest one. And working together, we can make it slightly better one conversation at a time. So we'll be back with another one, folks. Peace, everybody.